0: You're listening to Cryptocurrent, the only podcast that explores the bold projects, exciting opportunities, and the growing reach of blockchain and cryptocurrency. Whether you've got skin in the game or you're just crypto curious, keep an open mind, enjoy the conversation, and stay Cryptocurrent. Now, here's your host, Richard Carthon.
1: Today's podcast is brought to you by SmartFi, a digital wealth creation platform. SmartFi provides easy-to-use financial tools to earn, trade, and lend crypto. You can earn bank-beating interest on your crypto with automated, easy-to-use interface with no minimum balance, you can withdraw crypto at any time no lock-in period and you have competitive apy on your crypto balance up to 12 percent apy compounded monthly for more information go to smartfi.com again that's smartfi.com and now for today's episode hello everyone welcome to another episode of crypto current your host here richard carthon and today i have a special guest all the way out in utah who's working on a really cool project to help you earn even more money with your crypto. We have CEO Aaron Tilton with SmartFi. How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing good, Richard. Thanks
1: for having me. Of course, man. Well, before we learn more about SmartFi, I want to first learn a little bit about you. Can you give us some background on yourself?
0: My background primarily is in energy infrastructure development. We we also have a little bit of a background in politics. When the two of those kind of worlds came together, in cryptocurrency, it was kind of an interesting confluence. Early on with the company, it's it's been around for about 15 years. We've worked on developing nuclear power projects. We've also built uh, oil and gas pipelines in uh, Colorado and North Dakota. And then also uh, myself personally, I spent some time working on a couple other projects that were technical in nature. We had an IVR project that I worked for, a hardware and software company where they developed their own. Asics and deployed those into chain store pharmacies, which basically is the technology that when you call the pharmacy and it answers the phone for you and you can push the buttons and order things. Spent a lot of time on a project where we developed an online facility that prescribed medication to people without actually seeing a doctor face to face. So some technology involved in there and energy all of which uh, was a really interesting confluence in uh, 2017 when we were introduced to uh, crypto and we saw the two components in energy, you know, very heavy component in energy with crypto. And then obviously the technology side of things, my background allowed me to kind of recognize an opportunity that we took advantage of. And that's when we started uh, PowerBot coin and SmartFi.
1: Man, that's amazing. First, I want to spend some time just on a little bit on your background from nuclear energy to working in the healthcare side of things, I mean, you're, you're in two very different type of sectors. And then you find this underlying technology, which I believe blockchain, you kind of get introduced to that in 2017. And that kind of brings you down the rabbit hole of, all right, this whole cryptocurrency thing, let me look into this. So like when you're introduced to it, like what opened your eyes and said, wow, I need to spend time on this.
0: Well, so it was really we started getting all these calls from cryptocurrency miners wanting to know if we had power out of our nuclear power plant, which hadn't been built yet. We were just developing, and that's a long, long process to to develop you know a new energy source like that. And so we thought, well, okay, what is this? Who are these guys that are using you know enough power to power a city? Wow. And what are they doing with it, right? And so we quickly learned that they were using application specific integrated circuits which I had a little bit of a background in to do a computation application and basically mine cryptocurrencies in particular Bitcoin. So we understood that side of it and then when I we started helping them develop other projects around the western US and other places around the world and bitcoin the price continued to go up and up and up and up you know when I think when we first started working on it bitcoin was around 1500 bucks. You know, went to to 20,000 at the end of the year. And then (laughs) shortly thereafter, it was back down to like 3,000 bucks, you know, $2,800. So all the people that we were working with on building these projects, they all said, Gosh, we don't have any money anymore. I got to hold on to my Bitcoin. And so we said, Well, look, in, in the energy business, people do a derivative off of the forward price curve of their assets or their commodity. So why don't we do this? Why don't we lend you the money? You give us your Bitcoin. We'll hold on to the Bitcoin. We'll give you the money and you can start developing more projects. And away we went. And that's how our lending platform began. And initially, what we were doing was just helping a lot of real large-scale, you know, high net worth crypto hodlers get beyond their cash flow, their Bitcoin cash flow. We started giving them dollars and they gave us Bitcoin. We'd hold on to it. And then they could decide when they were going to sell or when they were going to exit or pay off their loans with the capital appreciation of Bitcoin. So most of our large scale clients were in China. We had people in uh, South and Central America. We had people in Europe and here in the US and Canada.
1: Man, that's amazing. So just identifying an opportunity through utilizing nuclear energy to help with miners collecting the Bitcoin. And then like once a bear market happened, which would happen in you know the run up in 2017, kind of like you described, 1500 all the way to two, back down to three. And We saw a bear market for about two years from 18 and 19, and now we're on this bull run from 2020 to where we are now. As of the moment of this recording, Bitcoin is now at 48,000. So again, he he was doing this around 1500. Do the math. I'm sure Aaron, you're doing pretty well with with all of this, but all the same, you created what is now SmartFi, which like like you said is kind of a lending platform. You have a couple of different products on there, Smart Interest smart loans, smart trades, smart exchange. Can you kind of just talk a little bit about each of those?
0: Yeah, I mean, it was just really the outgrowth of this structure where when a cryptocurrency miner, when they were coming to us, they were looking for liquidity, but then they also, you know, they were looking for a partner to help them with their cash flow. But what that really translates into, it translates into safety, right? As a business, you can't have your, your volatility control your cash flow so what we did is provided them safety with cash flow we couldn't give them hundred percent hedge because obviously there is no hundred percent hedge for bitcoin and that concept right there led us to look at the source code the mining process and effectively what we decided to do from that point forward was create our own blockchain with a decentralized lending structure. But what we did is incorporated that safety first approach for a hedge, basically. So what we're we're in the middle of doing is basically we're deploying a lot of these products, as you mentioned before, the lending product, the coin interest product, and smart interest and smart loans. That's all available on our C5 platform. Smart interest will be deployed out of our testing phase. I think it'll be next week, but our smart loans have been up for quite a while and then our exchange, all of these other things. But going forward, we have a technology that we've worked on with a group called Komodo, which is a decentralized community. And they built a peer-to-peer trading platform in a DEX. And so they've forked that technology with us. We've given them the innovations that we need to do to structure our lending platform on there. So here shortly by the first of next year, you'll be able to access all of our products on a DeFi platform, a DEX, a decentralized exchange, that you can trade on. Right now, you can trade on it, but then you'll be able to borrow and lend in that on that platform. We also have in our one of our blockchains a mineable stablecoin, and so that was where this innovation came from of providing a hedge first and then speculation later, and that's all possible because of what the way that we restructured the block reward, when we looked at Bitcoin and Ethereum and all the other cryptocurrencies that you could mine, what you were faced with in this mining process was this volatility, right? This is why we started in this business in the first place. There was enormous volatility, which meant the chicken one day and feathers the next, right? It was very hard to basically structure a business around this volatility. So we invented a protocol and an algorithm that mines a stable coin. So you get your reward in stability already in a dollar denominated cryptocurrency. Then you get to choose when to speculate and what to speculate in. So there's some very unique things that we're doing in that structure, which basically is an approach that is 180 degrees from the way that crypto is normally approached.
1: Right. So let me just unpack that for a moment. So I believe uh, your stable coin is called SmartFi USD. And so essentially, if I come in and I get a loan for whatever venture that I'm doing, I can have the opportunity to instead of pegging it to like a Bitcoin, Ethereum or something like that, I could put it in this SmartFi USD so that we know that whatever returns come is in that stable coin. So technically, there won't be losses with the volatility. So there might not be as much upside, but there also won't be nearly as much downside. So it's just another option that as all of that's happening, that you kind of stabilize the interest that you're making on on, on a loan? Is, is that kind of how that rolled?
0: Partially, you could do that way. But think of it this way. When we disperse loans, you can either take it in dollars or SFUSD. And if you're on a DEX, you have no banking integration, right? There's no way to get back to fiat, to get out to the real world, to buy equipment or do these other things. You can buy it in crypto. But the idea is that you always want to hedge so that you can maintain the upside of your Bitcoin, your Ethereum, or whatever you're going to do, right? So there are pieces of what you just talked about that you can utilize, but we also have a speculative coin. So we have both sides, right? It's kind of the yin and yang of crypto is that you need that kind of lightning in a bottle, you know, the crazy returns uh, that, that are structured so you can speculate. But then you also need safety, So by employing two different coins from two different blockchains, you can get from safety to speculation on the same platform, inside the same ecosystem, and you can borrow against it or you can loan against it. So you you have both sides. When you look at cryptocurrencies, their inception, they were really just payment systems. They were not really built to do all the things that people are trying to do with them now, right? They were essentially just a payment system. And when you disintermediated a third party from spreading risk across the balance sheet, which is basically what a bank does, and you became only a payment system, then you had massive volatility based on this deflationary structure, right? So we added one layer in there, which is the lending protocol. And we do that both on CFI and DeFi. But when you add a lending protocol in there, It now allows you to basically structure a decentralized. I don't. I hesitate to say the word bank because it's not a decentralized bank, right? A a bank is something that is regulated and has a bunch of structures to it that are not that that also have negative connotations. But what we built is something that has cryptocurrency monetary policy. So you look at the way the Federal Reserve or a, a central bank works, but then you decentralize the structures. And now you have a true opportunity to become what cryptocurrency, what everybody sees in the, the value of cryptocurrencies, but there were limitations and still are limitations in the core designs of the tech stack. So we tweaked it, you know, modified it 180 degrees, made it into a decentralized lending platform that has cryptocurrency monetary policies. So people who own the smartfi speculative coin, they can vote on. Interest rates and they can hold the cryptocurrency as an index so it creates a forward price curve, like you would have with other commodities or other lending structures in the real world. And you can also get to safety and hold a cryptocurrency that is a complete hedge, has zero volatility, and there's no peg associated with it, right? In our stablecoin, there's no pegging it. It's it actually uses the lending platform. To structure the value without some minting, burning protocols, all of these things, it is born as an exact hedge to a dollar and stays that way without some, you know, uh, complicated algorithm.
1: Right. And to break that down a little bit, it sounds like you're basically creating this unique way that someone can come in and get a lot of what you would get in traditional finance, but doing it in a decentralized way through your platform from getting a both a stable coin that you can be a little bit more secure in, but then also having the speculative side, like you said, allowing it to be able to you know appreciate and whatnot that you can still be able to have massive potential returns from, but then also have it as a way to lend out, earn some APY annual percentage yield because you are storing some of this coin that is then being used by other entities. So you're kind of getting the best of both worlds.
0: Yeah, exactly. And because of the unique nature of the way that we've, We've incorporated this lending process into the coins. Just like if you were to open an account at a bank, you expect that when you put the money in there, you could go back in a year from now, 10 years from now and pull out that same amount of dollars, right? Or whatever the fiat currency is. So we incorporate those same hedged structures or safety features, but we incorporate that into the speculative side. So for example, if you were to buy our SmartFi coin from our, what's called our Smart Cycle, it comes with a 100% money back guarantee where, whenever you buy it, whatever price that was, you know, in terms of dollars, you know, a- after a year, you could come back and always get your USD value. You could put it to us and we'll give you the USD value. But you can also keep it and hold it for the speculative value. So if our loan portfolio continues to increase, the price of that coin is indexed to that structure, so you can either hold it for safety, or you can speculate on the loan portfolio and sell it for a higher value as the portfolio goes up. So you have both sides of that equation that you can engage in in a single coin.
1: Yeah, and that's very unique. It's a very unique approach to it, and I think that's I think that's why a lot of institutions and, and companies are, are are looking towards SmartFi. So walk me through someone listening to this right now and they're like, wow, this is really cool. Um, I potentially want to sign up for one of these. Can you walk me through the process of of what that looks like? We all know there's a race to acquire more Bitcoin. Why not earn more with what you already have? With Tantra Labs app, you can put your Bitcoin to work with up to 12% interest backed in Bitcoin per year, currently the highest interest rate in the industry. So how does it all work? First, go to tantralabs.io and follow the steps to sign up. Second, after approval, deposit as much or as little as you like. Third, sit back and watch your Bitcoin work for you at 12% interest back per year. Lock in your 12% now by signing up at tantralabs.io. Or you can click on the link in our show notes and on our website.
0: Yeah, it's actually super simple. So currently, you would go to the C5 platform. Smartfight.com sign up provide some basic KYC information sign up for the account and then if you had Bitcoin Ethereum or whatever cryptocurrency you had that we supported on our platform you could basically trade it on a very simple converting tool so the same kind of tool that Coinbase you know made their name on which is just a tool that you can sell for you know Bitcoin or buy Bitcoin you have the same kind of tool available and you can buy all of those same currencies or Buy SmartFi with Bitcoin or with dollars or any stable coin, really.
1: Got it. And is this open to uh, retail investors or is it only open for institutional?
0: No, if anybody, right? Because it's not a security. What you're not doing is you're not buying this coin trying to get a yield from the interest rates that we charge. What you're doing is it's basically an index. So. As the portfolio grows, the price of smartfi token is indexed, much like other token sales that you would see that they go out and say, hey, we're going to release so many coins for this amount of dollars, you can buy in, right? And then it has a utility. Well, our utility is lending, and the price is indexed to the portfolio. So what we did is is took a forward price curve, like you would take from an energy industry. We took those same kind of modeling structures and, and prices. For indexes and created that in our coin. So at the very beginning, the coin has a lower value. And every time that we hit a higher value in loans, the coin is then sold at a higher value. So a smart cycle is a continuing token sell, but we don't sell all the coins at once. That's not how it works, right? We only sell a very small percentage of the coins to fund the loans. And then as the loans get funded, the price of the coin goes up. And then we have more loans, we fund those loans, and the price of the coin goes up and continually goes up. So the basis for the investment in the project continually pushes the price of the coin up and has a structured basis in there. So for example, every time that we hit a certain milestone for, let's say at the very beginning, we're seeding the platform, we've got, you know, say about $40 million worth of loans on there, the coin would be worth about six bucks. In the very beginning, the coin is worth 70 cents off of a $5 million notion of value of the loan platform. And as we continue to head towards 100 million, it's worth $16. So you can look, it's an exact correlation to the loan portfolio. So you could say, hey, if today the loan portfolio has a demand for $100 million, but we've only funded say $40 million, you know that there's $6 in the coin for growth because the demand for loans is there. So it's very easy to plot a a forward curve and know that you're buying the coin at a discount.
1: Right. I would equate that to like market capitalization. As you look at a bunch of cryptos that are out in the space right now, you can generally understand where the price speculation can be depending on what the entire market cap for that particular coin is. And it sounds like a pretty similar calculation for how you would be able to calculate the the price of the SmartFi coin.
0: Yeah, really similar because instead of calling it a market cap, we'd call it a basis right? So you have basis risk in any investment that says, you know, from taxes to capitalization and like a bank, right? The market capitalization for a bank. So we would say it kind of the same way. But the difference is, and I'll use uh, Bitcoin as as an example, if you knew the price at which everybody had acquired their Bitcoin that is currently holding it, you would know at the level where there's capitulation in the market right, where people would either sell or hodl, right? So if, if you knew what that price was, you could find the bottom or the hedge, right, or the, where the risk would start to lay off. If if it runs up, you know, super high compared to the basis of what everybody invested in, you would know that it was overheated and that it could go back down to a certain level and then everybody stop selling because they'd start taking losses, right? Well, we've done that, but we basically structure that as an index that is published to everybody. Everybody knows what everybody else bought the coin at. So now you know what the bottom is for the coin. And we also have this structure that, let's say we lend out a billion dollars to different institutions, uh, miners, and, and basically other groups, real estate investors. So we've lent that out, but everybody does really well for a while and they start paying it off. But what happens is that let's say they payoff goes from a billion to 500 million. All that really happens to us is we're sitting on $500 million in cash now. And what we would do is you, as a SmartFi hodler, would say, okay, let's lower the interest rate to get the dollars back out the door. So you have a way to respond to a what people would look at as, maybe there's a drop in the price of our coin, but we have a way to respond to that, we lend more money. And because we have it, it's all sitting there, it's been all paid off. So it runs more like a central bank with this cryptocurrency monetary policy so you can resist bear markets, right? And because the capital came in that effectively has no debt service, we, SmartFi can actually compete with bank rates, just like a Federal Reserve would. You could actually, if you really wanted to, you could don't go down to zero interest rates and lend all the money out in a single day because everybody would come for the money, right? So you can structure this decentralized, I hate to call it, a it's not a Federal Reserve, but it's a a bank-like structure that nobody controls, right? In, In terms of centralization, it actually has a decentralized aspect to it. So it really becomes like a real currency issuing central bank, but it has none of the drawbacks. It's not tied to a government. It's controlled by the holders of the token and there is a real utility in its structure and has a real forward price curve that you can structure capital around.
1: Excellent. Well, I mean, there's so much amazing information to go back and unpack for everyone listening. Make sure you go back and make sure you really, really, really see like how deep this type of structure is and is, is going to grow. And I think has a lot of utility in the future. And if you're looking for a way to potentially access loans, have some speculation in there and be able to hedge against prices out there. SmartFi sounds like a great way to do that. But Aaron, as we kind of wrap up here, I always have two final fun questions. I like to ask the first being all the information that you've been able to gather over the last 15 years or so, or even as you've, you know, kind of started this crypto journey. If you can impart two to three pieces of wisdom to yourself when you first got started on this crypto side of things, what would you tell yourself?
0: Well, what you see a lot of times is people are in such a hurry. They think they're missing out, right? That's kind of what drives the market, the fear of missing out on some certain price. Well, you see that price continually come back, go up, come back. And I think what people need to do is they, they need to look for opportunities that have. Some level of safety. It's no fun going from fifteen hundred bucks to twenty thousand back down to two thousand, right? (laughs) So,
1: it's a good punch.
0: You you do have to get into the market. You have to take the plunge. But now, knowing what we know and what we've built, you know, with SmartFi, there's the ability to de-risk the opportunity, but not miss out and not have FOMO, right? So, I I think that's one of the things that you would look at, and then also. I would say look at things that have real utility. There, there are a lot of yield farming plays and all the things in DeFi, but the reality is a lot of those businesses are not going to be around, or those platforms, or those algorithms are not going to be around in two years, right? So look for something that is easy to understand and has real utility. You know, one of the things that we've done is we've already started lending. In the real world, we just did uh, a couple of weeks ago. We did our first test lending cases where we lent uh, dollars to small businesses for equipment-backed loans, and they have no idea the cryptocurrency was used to fund their loans. That's when you get real user adoption. Look for those type of protocols that are making a difference in people's lives without really having to change their habits. That's when you know you've got something that, you can, that people can adopt without even knowing they're adopting crypto.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I've brought up that example multiple times. How do we get there? It's when people are utilizing crypto and they don't know that they're using crypto, right? Yeah. And it sounds like that's already starting to be implemented. So kudos to you for that and, and figuring out how to structure that. But as we wrap up here, man, what is a final thought that you want to leave with all of our listeners here today?
0: When you're looking at this, there are a lot of new people looking at coming into crypto. I have a lot of my family that, you know, they knew that like, this is something in cryptocurrencies, but they didn't really know what it meant or what it was. Make sure that what you're doing has a safety first component to it and follow your instincts. Typically, people know how to use money for the most part. And if you're doing something that feels very unsure, don't do it. All right. There's no rush. Look at things that have the prospect of future proofing and can tie back into the into the real world and have real utility use. Follow your instincts. They're usually right. Do a little research on what you're doing. So there's no reason to jump into things because you think you're going to miss out on something. The things that are real and good will be around for a while and start small to grow big.
1: Absolutely. I think that's a Great final thought, do your research, get some good education. And when you're comfortable and confident, jump in, dive in. There's no immediate rush, but there is a lot of opportunity, but you want to make sure that you feel good about the decision you make before you dive in. So Aaron, thank you so much for all the information. What are ways that people can learn more about SmartFi and also be able to to learn more about you?
0: Go to SmartFi.com, honestly, to access the portal. And then you can follow us on SmartFi portal at Twitter You can find out all the the newest information. We do have our token sale for the smart cycle. It'll start in about 10 days. So go there and and, uh, have a look and, and see if it's something that you're interested in.
1: Excellent. Well, again, thank you so much for your time and for everyone listening. Stay Cryptocurrent. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew. We want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. Today's review comes from JDog335. Great information and easy to digest. I'd recommend to anyone interested in crypto. We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date in the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew Deritter with Deritter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to deritterproductions.com. That's D-E-R-I-T-T-E-R productions.com.
0: Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Cryptocurrent with Richard Carthon. We'll be back with more exciting developments from the world of blockchain and cryptocurrency next week. But until then, stay Cryptocurrent.